morning. Welcome to our morning take. My name is Frank Johnson. And my name is Abraham Lawrence. Welcome to podcast number 127. 127. It's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. It's America's birthday. Depending on who you ask. Well, I think anybody. Yeah, well. It's America's birthday. It is America's birthday. We that signed is the true, but some Declaration people, of Independence. Yeah, some people don't celebrate that, though. On July 4th, 1776. Yeah, but a lot of people don't celebrate it. Do you know what I heard uh, not too long ago? Uh, I'm a big, uh, for most people that know, and they probably wonder why I'm a pastor and I can actually say this, but uh, listen, I, I uh, love a lot of videos on TikTok. There are really some good stuff out there. There really is. Yeah, stop it, Abe. What? I didn't say anything. I know, but we have live video now, so they actually see your face. I mean, listen, you like TikTok, hey. Here's the thing, though. You know, there's some old stuff out there that uh, people don't hear anymore, and there's this guy that used to be on the radio that I got to listen to every single day at noon, and his name's not Rush Limbaugh, okay, because that's the last 20 years or so. Right. Before him was this dude called... Paul Harvey. Okay. He used to come on at noon. He would give you the news. And at the end of the news, he would give you the rest of the story. And it was always something uh, pretty cool. Is he a local guy? Paul Harvey? I believe he's in the Chicago area. I caught him on WLS but oh, okay. you know, when I was a kid. But he was syndicated, so he was all over. But his accent is definitely Midwest. He's oh. definitely from someplace in the Midwest. He was giving this whole thing. Um, I probably should have put, took notes and gave it to you, but... He was talking about the Declaration of Independence, and he was talking about these guys that signed this piece of paper. Now, <clears throat> look, we can we can uh, berate all we want uh, these white landowners and the hypocrisy that was going on and the racism that was going on in our country. You guys know back in February during uh, Black History Month, I read some stuff from, uh, what was his name? Frederick Douglass. Frederick Douglass, good, thank you. Uh, Frederick Douglass about how hypocritical we are as an American society on this day that's supposed to be free for everybody. However, you know, there is a flip side to this. And when Paul Harvey was given the story, I was listening to the story, it, it kind of reminded me that there were these were good men. Now, they just, they grew up in an environment that was totally different than what we see today. So I'm not saying what they did were right. Please don't write me letters. And put it <laughs> I'm not. But what I am saying, though, Abe, they were really putting their life on the line to sign this. Do you know that every single one of those men were extremely wealthy? They had life made. Why do they, why do they sign this document? Why do they do this? Because you know what? Living the way they were living right then, they would have lived a good long life. They would have made a ton of money. They were all well off. They had great mansions, great fields, and, and, and life was good. But they did not like this whole idea of the taxation coming from the English. They didn't like King George's tyranny. They wanted religious freedom. And they put their, uh, my goodness gracious, I never realized that this would actually show on here. That actually comes through my iPad. That's kind of funny. Uh, anyway, he showed that, uh, they showed the king that we stand with this nation and, and uh, we will put our lives on the line. And Paul began to go down the list. It was like listening to the disciples. They were all martyred for their, for their belief in Jesus Christ. Do you realize that almost everyone on that thing died a horrible death, left with nothing? They literally lost everything that they had. Cornwallis actually was staying in one of those guys' houses that was signed on there. And he told George Washington to go ahead and bomb it because, you know, they had the cannons. He said, go ahead, and it destroyed his whole home. These guys believed in what they signed. 
and they wanted it to happen. And they gave everything that they had to make sure that it happened. And John Hancock, especially, with that great big signature, he's like, the king won't need his glasses to see this. But you see, what it was was a real judgment against John Hancock. And he had all these seafaring ships that did trade with England. You know what happened to that? They burned them. They sank them to the bottom of the Atlantic. Wow. They're done. The guy lost everything that he had. So just listening to every one of these stories just made me understand how much they paid the price for freedom. Interesting. Yeah, so no matter how you think about, you know, and, and like I say, we can look at it in the form of race and that kind of thing, and I totally get that. And they were all white, you know, landowners, and they all had slaves, every single one of them, George Washington included. Every single one of them had slaves. Although George Washington didn't sign the Declaration of Independence, by the way. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know you know. How many signatures are on there, like 56 or 57? There's quite a few on there. Yeah, there's like 57, I think, on there. Yeah. Um, Just to switch gears on that. Please. uh, um, It it was, considering the time period uh, that my dad grew up in, Fourth of July is probably one of his favorites. You know, my dad served in the military, and uh, I just have vivid memories of just doing things on Fourth of July, having big parties, and so on and so forth. But a lot of people frown on that if you're African-American. Like, how could you celebrate that holiday and so on and so forth? But, you know, like you said just now, a lot of that stuff that, you know, occurred with these signers, people don't know about. Yeah. They don't know about it. And and look, and look at Frederick Douglass. He was such a great example because yeah. even though he blasted us with our hypocrisy— he loved our country. He loved the nation. He loved—he yeah. just wanted freedom for everybody. Yeah, same thing with my dad. I mean, he never met a stranger. He could have easily said, hey, listen, these are the things that I went through yeah. during their struggle, and we want you to stay away from certain things. But they yeah. never, ever said that. Douglas traveled abroad. He could have stayed in England or France, yep. where you know black people were way more uh, accepted in, in both those societies. Yeah. But instead, he came back home because this is his home. He said, "This is you know, America is the greatest country on." on oh, it is. No matter Earth. how you slice it, yeah. no matter you could pick any city in this country. You know, there's hypocrisy, there's racism, there's whatever you can name. It's still the greatest country in the world. Yeah, the greatest country in the world, no matter how you slice it. All right. Yeah. So that's our Fourth of July tribute. Yes. Uh, we had just a couple of things that we wanted to finish up in Genesis, didn't we? Did we not? Yes. Yeah, Rebecca was talking to Isaac about those daughters of Heth. Yeah, okay. and we Some t- fireworks were going <laughs> off, I think, in that living room. Yeah, so is there an issue with the Hittite women? Because I don't think it's because they don't know how to cook and clean. I just think that there has to be something specific that, Rebe- I mean, uh, what's her name? Is it, yeah, Rebecca doesn't like. It's just, it's just not, oh, they can't cook, they can't clean. It's got to be something like, oh, you shouldn't have married these women. You know what? It made an impression on Isaac, though. Yes. Because we finish, we, we continue on into chapter 28, and we all know that the Bible, when it was written, they didn't have chapters and verses. So the story just continues. You know, what good will my life be to me? So, the word in the NASB, chapter 28 starts with, so, <laughs> Isaac called Jacob and blessed him and charged him. So uh, there's a lot of different blessings, but here's just another blessing. I think Isaac says, it's like a good piece of advice from the old man. Let me give you a good piece of advice. First things first. When mama's happy, everybody's happy. Okay, so let me tell you something. 
uh, do not take a wife from the daughters of Canaan. He didn't even bother with the whole Hittite yeah. thing or the or just stay away daughters from daughters of Heth. Please, whoever had he just says get away from all of the daughters of Canaan. Yeah, don't even fool around with none of those chicks. Yeah, go don't. to go to Padan Aram, uh, to the house of Bethuel, Bethuel, which also is a name of God, uh, your mother's father, and from there. Take to yourself a wife from the daughters of Laban, your mother's brother. So a lot of people think that Rachel was the one that sent uh, uh, Jacob away, and Jacob goes riding off while Esau's, you know, trying to kill him, and Jacob's <laughs> yelling back, but you sold your birthright. <laughs> Esau's like, I'm going to kill you when I see you, dude. No, I think he went out gracefully. I think he just was like, you know what? I'm not even going to try to make amends with him. I'm just going to get out of here. Actually, Esau answers it in the scripture. I'm waiting for the old man to die. I'm not going to start any problem. And I think Jacob knew that. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, so Jacob, Jacob don't strike me as a type of like, you want to go outside? He don't strike me as that guy. But you know what is sad, though? Because you know how sad you would be that if, if you weren't at your dad's funeral? Oh, yes. Isaac is sending Jacob away now. Go. Yep. And he does. And he doesn't get to see his dad pass. Yep. So there you go. Uh, take a daughter from the wife of Laban. May God Almighty bless you and make you fruitful and multiply you that you may become a company of peoples. Man, does Isaac even know what his son Jacob is going to be? He doesn't even know that he's going to be, his name is going to be changed to Israel and he will be the father of the Jews. How about that? Mm. May he also give you the blessing of Abraham. So once again, he uh, refers to this covenant between Abraham and God. To you and your descendants with you, that you may possess the land of your sojournings, which God gave to Abraham. So basically, the seed comes through Jacob, not Esau. And that's what God predicted. Isaac sent uh, Jacob away, and he went to Padan Ram. So there is, see, that's why I said he already left. Esau saw that Isaac had blessed Jacob and sent him away to Padan Ram and to take himself a wife. And that he blessed him, and he charged him, saying, You shall not take a wife from the daughters of Canaan. And that... Jacob had obeyed his father and his mother and had gone to Padan Aram. So, so I just did, I just realized something that um, Rebecca is of Syrian descent. Rebecca, Jake. Yeah. Do you see what they just do? What does verse five say in your version? Uh, verse five says, um, "Then Isaac sent Jacob away, and he went to Padan Aram to Laban, son of Bethuel the Aramean." Oh, so Aramean. So in in the King James, it says Syrian. That's yeah, well, interesting. Aramean. It's listen. That is the land of Syria, which is where that is. But um, you know, that's why the Middle East is such a mess, because they're all related. It isn't like it isn't like they should be enemies. They all should be brothers. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But instead, they hate one another. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Cra well, it's because of stuff like this. Esau feels like what Jacob did was wrong. He tricked him. All right, he connived the blessing out of his dad. He's never going to forget that. And here we are, what is it, thousands of years thousands. later. There's still plenty of families that are like, yeah, he should have never done that. Um, so, yeah, so Esau saw this. So so we get to verse 8. So Esau saw this. The, this is the game changer right here. Well, well he, here's the thing, too. Uh, so Isaac calls Jacob together and says, hey, stay away from these Canaan, Canaanite women. All right, man, we're gonna have to finish this tomorrow. Yeah. We just go so long. <laughs> it's a great story. You gotta it come is. back tomorrow and hear yeah, the rest. You guys of it. gotta hear the rest of this. Abe got me all uh, <laughs> sidetracked. I do that a lot. <laughs> it's what I do.